microphone and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! I can't wait. Episode seventy three or two? I'm at seventy three. Wait, did you? I think you, it might be seventy two. Nope, I think it's seventy three. Okay, I guess we'll find out when we upload it. So we're back in the studio together. No more on the phone. Thank God, messes. For things. now, until something, something pulls, <laughs> something will pull us apart. So, uh, you went to Vegas. I did. That's right. Oh, yeah. We took a week off. We did take a week off. And that's just bad communication by us. It was. I thought you, uh, were too busy to do stuff. Nope. I'm never... I made a commitment. I stick to it. (laughs) So, what'd you do in Vegas? Uh, we stayed at the Mandalay. So, we we stayed there, um... What did I do? No, we went to the Cosmopolitan. We always go to the Cosmopolitan. We went to Beauty and Essex for dinner our first night. Did some gambling. Second day, we got, like, a cabana at the pool. Uh, and um, went to Palms for dinner and then went to what the new ghost bar is now. Which pool did you go to? And we were at Mandalay. Um, all my, I, you know, I have friends that have lived there for a long time. They all live on comps now. That's what they are. They just get comped and everything. It's amazing. It's awesome. It makes for a good time. But just like no work. Especially when you're mid-40s. Well, that, you know, it would have helped when you're not rolling with anyone. Yeah, that's true. But like, yeah. Uh, But yeah, they're all on comps now. So it's nice. But um, those used to be the things that you were striving for. If you got one of those things to like happen... How did I ever lose track of what number we're on? I don't know. I feel. Do you sure you uploaded them all? I'm pretty sure I uploaded them all because I'm the one that posts them. Yeah. Solo is seventy. Maybe you just had you did your own seventy-two podcast in your mind uh, since we took a week off. Huh. Did we do music. Yeah, we did music last time. Hmm. Yeah, maybe these were just notes that I, um, you know what? That's what happened. I, uh, I took notes for this week at 72 and we didn't do it, so. Sorry. Sorry that had to happen out loud. Alright. Um, but yeah, anyway. So now you're starving. So, yeah, so now, um, so so Vegas was fine and then we got back and I had E3 all week. Those of you who don't know, E3 is uh, this video game convention where they, they announce all the new games. And What are they, all the new games? Because I just played that Detroit game. Yeah, what is that? It's pretty pretty fun. I mean, to ask you what the new games... I, I saw 
the, so the footage that we covered, I liked the new Spider-Man game. Looks pretty. Cool. Like I don't play games, so I'm like yeah. the wrong person to ask. Even you're though you're just telling me you played like 15 games in a row on FIFA. Well, I just play FIFA. <laughs> so you can't say you don't play video games. But I mean, I don't play games. I just play FIFA. Yeah, that's a game. I know, but that's the only game I play. Like, so for that, like, I don't know. Like, you could play just tennis, and that doesn't mean that you play sports. Okay. I don't know if that makes any sense, but that's fine. <laughs> Do they uh, have? Okay, so you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Red Dead Red. Red Dead Redemption is like a popular game that's yeah. coming out. Did they have stuff for that? Uh, I didn't see any. No, because this is they're further ahead. So like the big one, Death Stranding. That's the one. But we're, we've been working with with Sony on Death Stranding. That's the new uh, Hideo Kojima one with um, Norman Reedus, where he's like on another. No one knows what's really about. He's on another planet and he's carrying around a fetus. And it seems like that's the end of civilization. Reedus is carrying around a fetus? Yeah, Reedus has a fetus. <laughs> and I never thought about that. It's him and Mads Mickelson. Um, and then there was one that I thought was really cool. I have to, I, I can't remember, so I won't bore you trying to think of it. But it looked a lot like um, the old uh, um, Auto, uh, what do you call it? Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto. But like takes place in the future. It wasn't a Grand Theft Auto. It's going to kill me if I don't think of it. But those were the best ones. Uh, I guess they're doing another... Um, okay, I wish I knew that you were going to ask me this. <laughs> because I would have well, at least prepared. I mean, I have I a know whole... that there's a new uh, Medal of Honor or whatever that... Or Black Ops game coming out. And you can't play... It doesn't have a campaign. Okay. Which means that, like, you can, it's only, like, online. And I don't really, I don't play online. Right. So you're ruining it. Uh, Battlefront was a big thing. Star Wars, because everybody was so pissed last year at what they did, where you had to buy everything. Um, what else? Um, here, the Hitman Miami, that's a big one. People like the Hitman series, I guess. Um, Death Stranding. Oh, Super Mario Brothers, Super Smash Brothers, that's a big, that's the thing that people were talking about. I never got into any of that. That's not my my sort of game. Um, Fortnite, you know, Fortnite's huge with kids right now. They did a reboot of Resident Evil 2. That's a, that's one that people were getting all excited about. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm trying to remember. Seems like a good idea to go back. In time. Well, it's what everybody's doing and everything else, so why not that? No, it doesn't make any sense. We've already played it. Cyberpunk. That's the name of the game. That looks cool. I don't know. I haven't stayed. They didn't show any uh, gameplay of it, but, like, the trailer itself looks pretty cool. Like, um, as, as we're talking, I'm showing you our coverage of it. Like, it's Cyberpunk 2077. So, uh, anyway. Right. That's so uh, that that all happened. So, uh, what about you? What's going on? How was your trip back? Trip back was fine. I'm uh, just getting uh, doing some cleanup work, and then uh, then trying to figure out what's going on after this. Gotcha. Um, on the plane, I saw. I wanted to tell you. I, I told you yesterday. I saw like a really horrible movie, and then a really good movie. Uh, the horrible movie was uh, Game Night. Okay. 
Okay, so you have to watch Game Night just because it's really that bad. Who's uh, the worst? Who's the worst part of it? The writers and the director. <laughs> the writers, probably. Okay. Yeah. Um, at times, it like was really kind of clever and funny, but. First of all, they gave away... It got real too soon. Like, it starts off as a funny game. You know, like, real stuff's going on, and they think it's a game, which is kind of clever. And, like, you know, it seemed like the whole movie was improvised. Um, basically, I felt like there was no script. That they just walked in, and they are like, all right, you guys just... This, here's the situation. And uh, you guys improvised this whole scene. And, um, I don't know. It had one too many twists going on um, that weren't as cleverly, like, you basically knew, like, certain things were going to be a twist. I don't know. But I feel like you need to watch that movie. Okay, what was the other movie you watched? The movie that I really liked was a movie called uh, The Death of Stalin. It's um, Steve Buscemi. And... uh, Who's the guy from Arrested Development that's in trouble now? Um, Jeffrey Tambor? Yeah. And it's directed by the guy who did Veep, who created Veep and uh, In the Loop. And uh, it's about, like, what happens when Stalin dies in the fight for the next president, basically, or the next power. Is it a comedy? Is it like It's like a satire, yeah. It's, like, really... It's kind of funny, and then, you know, it, it takes some serious turns. I'm putting that in but the... It's, uh, it's really notes. good. Watch really, that. Really good. I did not put in watch um, Game Night, but I did put in Death of Stalin. You, you need to watch Game Night. Uh, I, I want to watch, actually, Death of Stalin again when it's not on a small screen and people are coughing all around me. <laughs> <laughs> um, you got to love that. And every five minutes, like, someone's, like, coming by and hitting you. Oh. Oh, you got to love the uh, aisle seat on an airplane. Yeah, you know, you're not even paying attention, and all of a sudden, yeah. someone kicks yeah. you. Or, you know, have, yeah. Um, I was I flew Southwest back from Las Vegas, or to and from Las Vegas, and I never got my confirmation email, so I never checked in. And, you know, Southwest, you pick your own seat. Yeah. So I was like the last guy on the plane, and my friend was trying to hold my hold a seat for me. It was awful because like I had to put my bag all the way in the back of the plane and sit in like the third row. And just have to wait for everybody to get oh, on. I mean, oh, that's terrible. Yeah. Um, but I haven't it, flown it, Southwest in a while, but I think they have a direct flight from Burbank. Yeah, maybe. So, like, the worst was, like, having to maneuver and shift with people you don't know in the middle of a small aisle on the plane. Like, he he's going backwards, I'm going forwards, and we're like, how are we going to do this? Yeah. Uh, it's just, the whole thing was uncomfortable. Um... Well, one of my flights uh, on my when I was working, I was on this really small plane, and I was in an aisle that was like right by the bathroom. I don't know if I talked about this already. And uh, basically, the whole flight, I had genitalia on my shoulder, either an ass or or a genitalia on my shoulder. I was basically leaning over to the guy, and I like in the middle seat and I just had to apologize that I was leaning on him because there was nowhere for anyone to stand so if like people were crossing you know the guy would have to like move into the into basically our row and basically his balls 
were like right in my face and I'd have to be like leaning over to the guy on the middle seat uh, and that was a lot of fun that was a fun trip uh, well we're glad to have you back buddy <laughs> uh, do you have any notes uh, no I don't have any notes so uh, so I got two weeks worth of notes I know let's hear your notes they're not a lot I'm gonna I just I was saying before we started this podcast I'm gonna step my game up in notes oh yeah, yeah. why is that I haven't been doing too many. I know, but you used to do too many, remember? Well, now I'm going to do some clips. Oh, no. We're back to notes and clips. Oh, no. <laughs> um, did you see that Al Pacino join the Tarantino movie? That's going to be an awesome movie. How, how about that movie, huh? <laughs> it's gonna, that has a cast. That is a last week thing. Also from last week that they're, they, they're rebooting the real world. I was going to... Actually, I was going to bring this up as one of our things. But they're doing it... On, like, Netflix. Yeah, it's going to be an online thing. Which is, like, awesome, because they'll release them all at the same time, and then you don't have to wait every week. Oh, that's true. I didn't think about that. It's going to be, like, all... We'll just binge-watch a real world. Um, Which, probably... So th- those are my notes from last week. This week... I wonder yes. what the uh, twist is going to be on that one. But I'm really excited for this challenge, this new challenge on the 10th. And I think one of the reasons the I'm really, uh, July 10th. Oh starts. wow! One of the reasons I'm excited for it is I didn't watch this Chance versus Stars, so I, I'm, I'm like I took a break and now now I'm back. I'm a few behind on it. Like I, I just realized I don't care as much. I've got three episodes in my queue that I haven't watched. I feel like you just need to take a break, and then you'll get charged up for this new uh, because of this the I guess the trailer that they have basically says that this is gonna like. Change the challenge as we know it. Oh, but they say shit like that. I don't know what they what they mean by that. Maybe they're just going to get rid of everybody and start a whole new. uh, No bananas. Get rid of everybody. Start a whole new group. Um. Well, let's see. Uh, Other notes. Eminem doesn't want gunshot or had gunshot sounds at his concerts, and people are complaining. And he so he put out a note on his last show. If you're if, if you're you don't like loud noises, this isn't for you. Um, I want to know what your thoughts were on that. Was it at the Rose Bowl? No, <laughs> it was at uh, Bonnaroo, and people were like upset by it. And so at his next show, he was like, "Look, I mean, I get it. We're in a time where like someone's opening fire in the middle of concerts, but." Uh... If you're going to a rap concert, especially like Eminem or any of these guys like that, there's going to be gunfire in some of their songs. <laughs> like, just... I kind of get it. Like, you know, I don't know. It's like, I don't like when there's phone ringing or, or sirens in people's songs. Or like the DJ go, the horn. Well, I just don't like it because I think it's happening outside and I can't decide. Right. Um, what else? Uh, Pix- I was going to ask you about Pixar movies. Because um, I guess The Incredibles did pretty well. Yeah, like did the best uh, Pixar so far. Um, I guess, are you going to go see that? I really want to see it. I don't know when I'm going to see it, but I do want to see it. Uh, We're talking about going today, but who knows. Do you have a favorite Pixar movie? You know, I was thinking about that. Because uh, I was going to, I thought we were going to do Pixar this week, and I was going to go over, like, what the best. Um, I feel like... I really like Toy Story 3. 
but uh, I know I'm probably missing a couple. No, I'm with you. List. Toy Story three is probably a my my like I've read other lists. They don't have that as high. I think Toy Story one and Toy Story three, and I'd throw like Up and um, probably Inside Out in the mix there. I like the more adult themed ones. Okay. But you know, to each his own. As you're looking. I'm looking um, at it. Ratatouille. That was pretty good. Uh, yeah, I think Toy Story 2, 3 is probably my favorite one. Um, the MTV Awards are tonight. Or they happened already. They're going to air tonight. We'll do that next week, so I won't get into that. Um, what do you think of the host? Tiffany Haddish? Yeah, I'm in on that. Yeah, she's just all over the place. Yeah, she is. I mean, she's look. I don't. I don't know enough about her, but so far she's 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 like a one note kind of comic. You know what I mean? She's got this thing, and if she can make the most of it, then God bless her. I hope she does it. You know, like um, we'll see what kind of staying power that has. Uh, someone else with without staying power is. Have you seen the, the news about the Gotti movie? That's what I really want to talk to you about. <laughs> yeah. I've seen all the things about the Gotti. I want to see those things. Oh, I was going to say, how bad do you want to see Gotti? I do want to see it. Now that it's coming out to be the worst gangster movie of all time. Yeah. It got a zero Rotten Tomatoes score. Uh, and he's all pissed about how they're handling it. And he has been for a while. Because they turned in a cut of it. And Lionsgate was like, this is awful. Because like, he wanted to release it dually in theaters. Are and we on, talking about John Travolta or yeah. E? Oh, I'm talking about, oh, E directed it? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know that. Now I'm talking about John Travolta. I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, E from Entourage, the director of it. Oh, yikes. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. I just know it's Travolta's like passion project. What do you do if you go to like, what do you do, Premier Cans or something? One of those. Yeah. No, uh, it was uh, Tribeca. Yeah. So what happens when you go and your buddies all made that movie? Like, and you're just and it's like that. that bad. Like, wh- what do you do? I feel like if you're if it's if a movie is that bad, you know, in the edit room, and as a director and showing it to people before you go to the festivals, you just pull out. Yeah. That's interesting. I wonder. I wonder how that goes. Like. You know, because we've gone enough short film festivals and stuff that, like, when your friend's project is bad, you're not going to tell them it's bad because it's not going to be news, you know? Like, you know, you want to encourage. All those things are seen as building blocks towards something bigger, you know, better. It's when that's the, the end result of a you know a major majorly funded picture and it's happening and you know like it's going to be everywhere like how, I don't know how you do like it basically they, the biggest I guess shot against it is other than the cheesiness was that like it was like glorifying like a father son relationship but not really going into the fact that they like killed a bunch of people and oh. did all this bad stuff they were they were trying to like gain sympathy from the audience by <laughs> having okay. like a family story, and it's probably like an easy target, right? Like yeah. John Travolta as Gotti is an easy target for everybody to go make fun of, you know. Um, Who does like a really like over the top Italian accent? I'm guessing. 
Forget about it. I, I got to see this thing. Uh, my last thing was the Chris Hardwick stuff. Did you read about all that? I haven't. I know. I didn't read about it, but I know uh, what what's going on. Yeah, like he his ex girlfriend said she like abused her and all this stuff, and he's known as like the super like nerdy nice guy. Yeah. So I I know a guy who worked on one of his shows. I won't say which show because uh, he's got like six, and I won't say in what department. But or the guy or the guy. Uh, <laughs> But he was like, this guy is an asshole. Oh. He's been yeah. saying for a while. He was like, when he, as soon as the camera turns off, he's a, like a narcissist. Well, I don't want to like... He was just saying that he's very... Um, he's very worried from, about... This how, is coming from another source, not yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's not coming from me. He said he was very... When the camera... In between takes, he was very worried about how he was coming across. You know? And was not very nice to people around him. Uh, to to do that because when I first heard it, I was like, "This has got to be one of those ones that is not true." Yeah, I mean, I have no idea if it is. Yeah, or not. I, I, I just I'm know just that. Um, I know it's really weird because he is so involved in everything, and it's funny how everybody now has to pull out of everything that he's in. You know, well, they pulled him out, right? And they're adding different coasts and stuff. So Comic Con comes up in like a month. He hosts almost every panel at Comic-Con. Yeah. Like, he's the go-to host. I have no idea. But someone's career is about to get made because of this. I bet you Kevin Smith is goes in and does It'll all be interesting. Because he's, like, kind of like that fanboy uh, type guy. Yeah. I'm not saying that any of this is true. I'm just saying that maybe he had a bad couple days with the guy I know was working on it, but he said that he wasn't the nicest guy off camera. Okay. So I was I wasn't so surprised to hear that, whether it's true or not. Did you hear Howard Stern talking about it? No. Where he was like, he's like, someone had told me that. Did you hear about Chris Hardwick? And I said, who's that? <laughs> uh, that's good. He goes, and someone has to explain to you. Oh, he's the guy from Talking Dead. Oh. It's like there's so many people that are like in the news now for doing this. That's shit. true. It's like, you can't even like follow this shit. All right, so should we get into sports? Sure. All right, we're gonna start so with sports it's today. Been a big, uh, big start to the season of uh, soccer here. Not the season. <laughs> the, Spoken uh, like World, a true fan. Yeah, World Cup. So, do you have World Cup fever? I've been watching it. Yeah, you probably have a little bit. You got a, you got a little burn. Maybe not the fever, but you got the burn. I still have, and I've said this before, an issue with ties. That I don't think there should be ties. And you watch a a match for two hours, and all of a sudden you're like, all right, we're good. Who won? No one. Yeah. Um. I understand maybe in like a regular season situation, uh, like, uh, like hockey. But once you get into the uh, playoffs or like some sort of tournament like this, you got to take out the ties. It's win or go home. Is what it is. Um, okay. Well, I don't have a problem with the ties in this because I get it. I get it. Uh, I used to have a problem with the ties, but now I feel like because it's a point system, like. 
it's, if it's not all win and lose, it's, it's getting out of your group. So, you know, you get three points for a win, zero for a loss, one for a tie. Um, so, like, a team... And you play three games, right? You play three games, right. And so, a game like today, we watched Tunisia, or Tunisia, or whatever. I think it's Tunisia. <laughs> I do, too. You watch Tunisia and England play. Now, Tunisia can get one point out of that and tie them. Um, that brings Tunisia and England, like, tied... Um, in the standings as well, and then, like that's that's their way of being able to get through because they're probably not going to beat England. Like for them to beat England is really hard. You know, it's like they have to play like a once in a lifetime game. If they play them and tie them, they get a point out of it, and then they have that once in a lifetime game against say Belgium or whoever else. They can find themselves getting past. Whereas it just kind of evens the playing field, the allowance of ties. I get you don't like it. But in the I World Cup format, it it, it it tightens the the groups. I see your point. I just feel I don't want to watch something for two hours and then not have a, a winner. I understand. Look, it's a, you know, I get it. You know, because that used to be the big knock on hockey. Then the hockey got rid of it, and, and I, I get it, but... The thing with soccer, if you really get into soccer and you're watching a full game, it's it's about how well you played that game. To, I don't know. It, it, there's no way I'm going to have this discussion and convince anybody who doesn't feel that way that they're going to want to feel that way. So, um, so far, we're so we're like a weekend. We wanted to do this last week before the whole thing started. Is there any games, any teams, anything that impressed you? That you any any thoughts of anything? Uh, yeah, the Portugal game was pretty. Uh, Portugal pretty good. and uh, and Spain. Were you rooting for Portugal? Um, that's the thing. I'm not really rooting for anyone. Okay, I'm just like looking for real games. So, games. Well, so far the first round is really good, and I didn't expect the first round to be good. Most people didn't because most of the groups are top heavy. You know, like most of the groups seem like all right. I know who the two best teams are in each. You know, um, but. What's been awesome is a lot of those teams, like, aren't winning. Like, Mexico beat Germany. Like Mexico beat Germany, or even Argentina getting tied by Iceland, or um, Brazil tying Switzerland. I mean, that that's huge, you know? Um, so, yeah, it's like, it again, the, the, it's been really exciting not, not having these favorites come through. Um, I was out for at a bar for that Portugal Spain match, and um, the whole bar was rooting for Portugal. I felt like because everybody knows Ronaldo. Yeah. Now I like Spain because I'm a, like I'm a Chelsea fan. Their their striker Diego Costa used to play for Chelsea, and um, God, I miss that guy. But it was awesome. Like I don't know that Spain's got some problems because they they fired their coach last week. You know about yeah. this, or yeah. let him go. But like what they were saying on the broadcast is like the coach like doesn't matter for Spain because they've played the same offense. They never switch up their like offense, even with different coaches. Right, and and they have a veteran squad. But the thing is, is they definitely needed a coach in the last ten minutes of that game, and that's why they lost or tied. That's why they didn't win that game. 
Because that shot by Ronaldo was pretty. And it's pretty amazing. Like, and I was sitting next to a guy who I, I was listening to him at the bar. He was like talking to his girlfriend or lady friend, or whatever. And he was like, "I don't even know how these people know when to cheer." He's like, "They all know when to yell." You know, he's like, I don't know anything about this. And uh, then that goal happens and the whole place goes nuts. And he leans over to me and goes, that's totally the goalie's fault, right? And I was like, no, no. The way he kicked that, he's got both teams standing in front of the goalie, completely shielding. And he kicks it directly at those people. And curves it around the opposite side of where the goalie is and gets it in the top right corner. There's just nothing you can do. <laughs> that is like the most perfect shot. And the fact that Fox, like great job by Fox, they like zoom in on his face, they show the concentration, they show him closing his eyes, and there's like building the drama almost like a movie the way they did it, and then he just <laughs> nails it. It's like, God, that was great. That was great. Um, but yeah. Um, and then what happened to your boy Messi? It's not my boy. I'm not a Messi guy. <laughs> I mean, it's it's awesome when you think about Iceland, the smallest country ever to play in this, and the goalie. But I think uh, Iceland's like I, when I was reading, they were like one of the stark sleepers. Yeah, but people to, like to get pe- far. People are rooting for them too. Yeah. But um, everybody on Iceland. Their last name is Sun. If you look at their entire team, every single player it's on the team, his last family. name is like Jurgensen, uh, <laughs> Johannesson, and it's all. Uh, so my friend Peter, was, who, I, who I watched, he's my World Cup partner in this, was telling me that every like they're the name that's like their last names because they're the son of Jurgen, the son of oh. you know, so like. Uh, it is funny because there was like this group of like really blonde white Icelandic guys, but the fact that like a team that small, goalies like like their first game ever in the World Cup, the goalie stops like arguably the greatest player in the world's penalty kick to like tie that game. That's like, I mean, that's like doing the most. They're gonna build a statue for that guy. Like that's amazing that he did that. Um, so yeah. It's uh, it was good. I, I that that was awesome. Um, trying to think of anything else. That the Mexico over Germany was huge too. It was it was uh, it was huge. But Ger- obviously Germany just played awful, and Mexico is not a good team. Well, Germany was just I don't know who know why would you say that? Because I I just watched the game. <laughs> <laughs> they were like they would like. Get all the way up to the goal, and then kick it all the way back to their goal to set something up. I'm like, just keep it on this end. You're there. You're by the goal. Like they really didn't know how to set up shots. Well, it was, but they won. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. And you know, have you seen stuff about Landon Donovan? I know we talked about it yesterday a little bit. He's getting a lot of crap because he did all these pro Mexico commercials. And people are like, you can't do that because they're like our biggest rival. Whatever. If look, all all bets are off. If you're a team, if you're a nation of like the greatest superpower in the world, and you can't even make it to the, you can't even get past fucking Panama and Costa Rica. Yeah, I think Trinidad Simmons and Tobago. Like, we can't find thirty 
like good soccer players. Well, I mean, in America. Do you know why? I mean, do you do you know the? I mean, I can start breaking down for you because I've sure. I, I, all right, break it down. So here's why the U.S. is not good at soccer. Number one problem is that youth soccer in America is a pay-to-play program. This is my opinion. Okay. From but but it's my opinion regurgitated from other people's opinions. But there are. Uh, because um, I played on the uh, select teams. Sure. Where they pick players and create these teams. Right. Super team. Okay. I'm waiting to hear the rest of your... No, no. So I'm saying that... It's a pay-to-play. For, it's not... It's different from when we grew up. Now, because everything's... It's they got that AAU culture that basketball has, but they have the club culture and soccer. The difference between AAU and, and soccer club is AAU is paid for through sponsorships and everything. So anybody can move up. If you're good, they want you. You know, they want you to play. In soccer, you have to have your, your family has to have the money to keep moving on to club playing games because there's a lot of traveling. It's a lot of. Um, I, I talked to my cousin about it. My cousin has. Oh, two, I thought you meant like anyone can. Never mind. All right. So my my cousin has two daughters who are both like really really good soccer players. Um, they. they One's a junior in high school, and she's getting looked at to play in college. And he's like, dude, you know how much money we spend to, like, get her to the next club level? And, like, you have to be good enough and then be able to afford it. And it's so – the reason – that's why it's a predominantly, like – it's an upper-class sport right now in the United States. So, like, our – like, you know, (laughs) not to get into the whole immigration thing, but, like, Hispanic – like immigrants who would probably be like amazing are not getting a fair shake because they don't have the same resources that like Blake from Orange County has, you know? And so those guys are getting a chance and, and our inner city youth and a lot of the poorer people in this country don't get a chance to play. That's a huge problem. The second biggest problem is there's no, when you, when you were born in Brazil, um, there's a way of playing soccer that you're taught from the minute you're born. Like, this is Brazil soccer. We, we play this way. And so your kids are raised from, their, from, from the minute they kick a ball to now that this is a way we play it. There's no set way of playing U.S. soccer. And each time we've changed coaches or regimes, like, we used, I guess we used to be a counterattack culture in the United States. Like, you, you, you know, it was always counterattack. Like, because we had Tim Howard, our defense was good. You come, you shoot at us, and if you, you, know, you miss, we're gonna, we're, we're gonna hit you right back. And that's how we would. A lot of that's changed, you know, and, and, and there's still no set thing. And, and so, like, MLS, we don't play that same way, you know. Uh, right now, MLS is can we get aging stars from other countries to come play here yeah, and do like a, yeah. a victory lap? Yeah, exactly. So that's, that's another, that's another about bringing people into the stands with uh, like a whatever Beckham or whatever. Right. And then there's a podcast that my friend, my friend, yeah, Ibrahimovic, uh, who won't play for Sweden. Um, my friend, Peter, that he, he told me, uh, men in blazers, which is an old ESPN podcast. I guess they just did a 12-part series on why the U.S. blew it. And I just read this great article. I'm not even done with it yet because it's really long. And it takes me a long time to 12 read. 12-part series. That's a long podcast. About That the Ringer did about how this all got screwed up. 
and like basically when Klinsman said to Donovan, like decided to not put Donovan yeah. on the team, that just killed everything because they they hired Klinsman and they weren't he was doing good, but they weren't like totally in love with him. And the World Cup was coming up, and he won. He won the Gold Cup, and they like, and they said, you know what? Let's just. There's rumors of him going somewhere else. That let's just sign him to this deal. He says, all right, if I got this deal, I get to pick my players for the World Cup. And they're like, fine. And they gave it to him. The first thing he did was like fuck Landon Donovan, and that just was like, yeah. everyone was like, no, and he can do it. And yeah. it's, there's just been this dissension ever since. And then when they yeah, let him was, go, yeah, that was a big uh, uproar topic. Yeah. yeah. But not just like on the outside. Like I could see all of us. I remember at the time thinking, "Well, we're all think it's stupid that Landon Donovan's playing." But what do we know? You know, yeah. like we just know him as the guy that was like the hero eight years ago. Now, when you hear like it was personal and he was just like setting his rules, and there really wasn't because he wasn't good. At, you know, it just sucks. So the fact that they hire a new coach, he comes in and they lose like five straight. They just have to be one of these. One of the five worst teams in the world. Just one. Just beat one of them. Beat Trinidad and Tobago. Can't do it. Like, I don't know. It's almost a relief. Anyway, that's my rant on why the U.S. is okay. not in. There's, there's different layers to it. Uh, but, um... But it doesn't ruin your viewing that USA is not in. I thought it would. Uh, I mean, I, I would prefer the U.S. I mean, yes. It's so fun when you... You know, going... going Somewhere and having everybody there rooting for the same thing, it's a really fun time. It's like a really good, you know what? This country could use that right now. Hey, the Women's World Cup is probably coming up soon. So. No, no, it's not the same thing. America's always good in that. I know, but like, it's not the same thing. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, it's still fun. I mean, I women are good at sports, Scott. I know, but it's not the same. I know. I know. Anyway. Um, but so, who who do you like right now? Who's looking good to you? Who do you, who do you like? Does your oh, um, I don't know. Great. I guess Portugal looks pretty good. Yeah, uh, Portugal did look Belgium, really good. Belgium looks pretty good. Belgium looked good. Belgium's uh, that's the team I, I I've I've adopted for this World Cup. You showed up yesterday at the barbecue uh, wearing a Belgian. Well, my, sure. my again, my my buddy Peter got me a jersey. I was so I was like I was I thought it was the nicest thing. He just gifted me a jersey because he's so excited. And I finally have someone else who's so excited about the World Cup. The other thing that made me really excited about the World Cup is gambling. There's so much to gamble on in the World Cup. So I did some bets ahead of time, and this is what I wanted to to kind of do our podcast. I wish on I was uh, in, in on this stuff. Well, I thought we were going to talk about it, but anyway. Um, so here's some things that I threw my money on so you guys can all root against me or realize, laugh when, when it happens. So to win the whole thing, I, had, I bet Spain at 6-1, to one, I bet France at plus 650, and I bet Belgium at 9-1. to one. I haven't seen France play yet. Have they played yet? They play at 3 in the morning on Saturday. Oh, okay. Did they win? Yeah, but they're – so here's the thing with France. France has a bunch of awesome players. But, like, there's no rhyme or reason. They said they're like Oklahoma... If you watch... Watching France is like watching Oklahoma City play. Like, back in the day. Like, all the athletes, everything, but just not... Just can't put it together right. The thing that's funny about France, I was talking to my buddy from Africa about this, is France is like all African players. 
You got Mbappe. You got Pogba. You got Conte. Um, not French names, you know. But they speak French. Well, what happens is, I said to them, are you mad? Because you got Lukaku yeah. scored two goals for Belgium. Your, your, mid, your midline in France is Pogba and Conte, who are like probably the best two midfielders. And it's like, they could all be on African teams. And he's like, well, the thing is, is like when they're 10 or whatever, they find out they're really good, and they get these opportunities to go play and grow up in France with foster families, and they adopt that as their country. So it's like, it's like a win-win situation. Like, they get a better life by going there uh, and playing soccer there, but at the same time, they're no longer playing for... Their homes. Yeah, yeah you know. So, anyway, France is, like, super fun to watch. They're, like... And then they got Griezmann, who had... Who did the I little, did not get up at 3 in the morning. No. On Saturday. I didn't either. Griezmann, Griezmann's, like, their, be, like their best scorer, and he, he did, like, a LeBron video about which team he was going to go to this week, and everybody got pissed about it because it was stupid. Um, anyway... So, group winners. The only one I bet was Belgium to win Group G, which we just saw. Um, the thing that sucks about that is, like I was saying, if they and England are both tied and they're both going to go through, like they may, they may like their matchup better if they lose versus win, you know? So, uh, I put some money on top goal scorer on Griezmann and Lukaku. Lukaku was 16-1. He's got two goals today. Griezmann's 11-1. Neymar was 9-1. And Harry Kane, who scored two today, was 14-1. The only team I bet to qualify... How much was... Uh... Ronaldo? Yeah. Well, he's down to 4-1 to right now. Um, goal score... Uh, qualify. The only team I bet to qualify was Egypt. Because that was the only one that I had plus money on. And they, of course, lost that... First game, which if they had at least tied that game, there's a very good chance they could qualify. Now it doesn't look as as promising. The odds just weren't good, and they won't let you parlay on my site any of these teams. Um, I also bet that the top South American team would be Brazil. I, I mean, that's not no, looking. No. I mean, none of well, it. Peru won, right? No, Peru lost. But they had. Who were they playing? Peru lost to. Um, they had a. Denmark. That, that was a good game. It was a great game. Yeah, yeah. it was a really good game. Peru lost to Denmark. It doesn't matter. I mean, it's Brazil's probably going to get through, and they, they're probably going to. I, I, the podcast stuff I listen to says that Peru is by far the best team. Like, like they're they're like a perfect team. I play with them in FIFA. I can't win with them. So what do I know? Uh, I you don't play video games, huh? I just told you. I just yeah, played okay. FIFA. Uh. Goals for for the tournament. I parlayed Neymar at over three and a half goals, who has none. Ronaldo at over two and a half. He's got three, so that's good. And Lukaku at over two and a half, who's got two. So I parlayed that. Plays out plus 438. And then team total goals, I parlayed France at over eight and a half. Mexico at over three and a half. And a Morocco at over two and a half. And that pays out plus four to one, but Morocco got sk- like skunked in the first one. Yeah, I'm kind of kind of worried about that. But Mexico, it, you mean like it just has to be a total? 
total goals for the whole tournament. And so Mexico scores all the goals for that. No, 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 no. France has to score over nine, oh, over, okay. over eight. Mexico has to score over three, and Morocco has to score over two. It'd be cool if you can get a group where you're just like between those oh, three. Oh, between them, they could score that many. I think you can do that per group. Okay. You know, but it's too late to bet that. Anyway, it's one of my favorite. And now, and then I've been betting daily on these and losing my ass. So you could say I wish I got in on some of these, but then you could also look and be like, oh well, you just keep betting and getting it wrong anyway. So why? I'm glad I saved my money. Okay. So that's my World Cup. We did win a bet. Uh, a sweep. Oh yeah. The NBA Finals. It's true. Good segue. Speaking of that, did you uh, <laughs> did you just gamble all of our money away on? No, this is my money. I'm just asking. No, I'm not gambling your money. Hey, if you did very well, I would say thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that's the difference between me and you, and that's why you're a better person than I am. Because I'd be mad. You could have made me a million dollars. Like, why are you touching our money? Um, so let's talk about the NBA. Are you excited for Thursday? Well, let's talk about, uh, you want to go right, okay. Yes, I am excited for Thursday. Okay. What, what did you want to go? Do you want the finals? Talk Suns, about? uh, have the first pick. I know some people love when I talk about the Suns. Um, but I'm not even going to talk about it until they, we talk about on our next podcast who everybody got. But Suns have the first pick, 16, and then the first pick in the second rounds. So I think they're going to trade uh, their the 16th pick for something. I think they're going to package that up. Well, who wants the 16th pick? There's a lot of good players. There's a lot of good players. They could package the 16th and the first pick in the second round for something to move up a little bit. <laughs> nobody wants to give. Nobody wants to give up their. You always make this. this you always do this. You always think that. But team they can, can give something together else. a bunch of shitty picks to move up. Like somebody wants no, that. No, I mean like they'll. Yes, they do want that, and a player or something. They're gonna do something. Right. So you think Aiton will definitely be because no, he's ten to one. He's gonna, definitely gonna be a son. Okay. Uh, Marvin Bagley. Over under is th- three and a half. I like the under. Okay, so does so does Vegas. It's minus two eighty five. Mobamba over under five and a half. A lot of a lot of yeah, talk about know. him. Where's Luca? Um, they do not. He's not on the board. Will Grayson Allen be a first round pick? Yes, he will. All right, it's even each way. Uh, Divincenzo over under twenty two and a half. Oh, that's interesting. Trey Young. I don't think he goes in the first round. Okay. Trey Young, what do they have? Six now? and a half. Over under six? I think he's going over. I do too. Uh, Wendell Carter over under seven. Michael Porter Jr. And why do you over think he's six. dropping so much? Who? Just because he can't play defense? Who's that? Trey Young? Yeah. Because he's not. He's, he's such a good shooter, though. But he, he had a terrible second half of the year. Like, as soon as they started, like, once they realized that Trey Young was, like, good, that they got to stop, a team couldn't do anything. I, I don't know. I wouldn't want Trey Young. I'm just going to say it. 16th pick, he's there. What do you do? Oh, you take him at 16. <laughs> you take that chance. But if I have a top 10 pick, I don't know if I want Trey Young. I don't know. He's def- I think we should. 
Maybe throw a little bit of a scratch on him going over six. Yeah, I think so, too. We're the Knicks pick. They're the kind of team that will take Trey Young. So how do you feel? So what are your thoughts on this rumor, Kawhi for Porzingis? Oh, I haven't heard that. Yeah. There's a rumor going around. Well, fun. Well, Porzingis is out like next year, isn't he? No, I think he's not. Oh, I thought he was out next year. Um, I'll ask you this: Is right now? I, I like it. I like the rumor. I would. I would do that. I'm, I'd like to see a better package for Kawhi than that. I'm right sure now. they would want like nicotine, Frankie nicotine, but they're not going to get both nicotine and Zingus. Um, I like that. I don't know because uh, I, I don't really like the package that the Lakers would put together for it, even though he, that's where he wants to go. I'm not a Brandon Ingram guy. You're not going to get, if you're the Spurs, you're not going to get what you want back from Kawhi. True. Other but, than not paying $240 million for somebody. But let's talk about this. So, like, if you're the Spurs, don't you look at what happened with the Celtics last year and how they, got comp- how they completely ripped off Cleveland for Kyrie and say, I'm not letting that happen to us. I'd rather have a malcontent guy. Like, screw you. Dude, he might sit out. He might sit out. You can't sit out. You're not going to get paid if you sit out. You could force them to get rid of him. I don't know. I think you try to work it out. Like, and if it doesn't work out, then you go. I mean, I'd see what you're getting out there, but I don't want Brandon Ingram and and, cra- <laughs> and crap. But I mean, either way, you're not going to get uh, somebody as good as Kawhi. And who knows if Kawhi is even, like, better after his injury, you know? Yeah, it's true. he hasn't played yet. Um, you know, I was looking at the odds for, for next year. You can, this is the only time you're probably going to be able to bet the Warriors at a plus margin to win it all next year. Um, Didn't we lose? You bet some. Oh, you bet uh, Curry uh, to get the MVP. Of the, it's kind of bull. I'm still pissed about that. I was listening to Cousin Salad the same morning. If he didn't have a triple double in that last game, he was Curry went on. Um, so do you know what the odds are in LeBron right now? Like where he's going? Yeah, this is fun. <laughs> Who do you think the favorite is right now? Houston. Houston is eight to one. Sixers. Eight to one. Lakers. Minus 300. Okay. Cleveland 4 to 1. Those are the four the four big ones. Minus 300. It's it's all because everybody the whole Kawhi thing. Well, not just that, but also like his kid yeah, just enrolled at enrolled yeah. in school in, in Los Angeles. I don't know. I I I kind of like him staying in Cleveland a little I bit. I don't think he's staying in Cleveland. No. Dude, after they got swept and like, he's just, you can tell he just gave up. He was just like, I'm done with this place. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's like, I score 50 points and can't even win a fucking game. Going back to the draft, if the Suns take anyone other than Aiton, are you pissed? Like, you want you want DeAndre Aiton? I would take Bagley. Oh, yeah? If, like, they decide not to take him. 
I would rather have Bagley over uh, Doncic. Doncic. Oh, see, I like Doncic. I like that guy. I just watch more highlights of him. I just don't want him to like go. Eh, I feel like I'm just gonna sit in uh, in England or Europe, wherever he's at. Spain, and, Real Madrid, and like, and like then you just lose out on a pick. Yeah, it's fair. Um, that's why I wouldn't take. Does that happen with Rubio? They, they they spent a high draft pick. Uh, who was it? Um, was it Minnesota? Minnesota? And he just sat out for two years, and then finally he was like, "All right, I'm ready to come." Um. What, it's, it is interesting that Doncic is off the board right now. You can't bet him with his over-under. It is weird. Maybe they think he's going to go number one. Uh, I doubt it because DeAndre Ayton is minus 2,500 <laughs> at number one. So, um, it's interesting. It's going to be good. So, Luke, I can't Mace, that's com- Thursday. Luke Mace coming back, right? Yeah, shocking that no, no NBA teams wanted to give Luke May a look. I feel like... That guy uh, that we were just talking about from um, the Italian guy that won the uh, championship that was like over under. I think he was like oh Divincenzo. Yeah, Divincenzo. I feel like he like didn't hire an agent also, so he could like bow out probably. I thought so, but I think he, oh, all right. I guess we'll see. But dude, Luke May is coming back. You excited? Yeah. I mean, I wasn't really worried about losing Luke May. Like, he's, he's good. He's a good college player. Okay. Just leave it there. It's like, you know, um, I'm more excited for that freshman they got coming, the, the, the McDonald's All-American MVP. Well, uh, something that we probably be the first one and done we've had in a long time. All right, so one, one uh, sports thing. Uh, two more sports things. Okay. So, the fight... Is now, happening. You and this fight. You've been sending me text messages about this fight. This fight. There should not. They should extend it. 15, 16 rounds. No one should lose by a decision. Somebody should get knocked out. And yeah, we know. You don't like ties. But still. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but after this guy, like, cheated. Yeah. Coming off this... Controversial decision. Triple G Alvarez fighting September 15th. I'm pretty excited about this. What's the, uh, are the, uh, I'm going to look it up. Is there a uh, line on this yet? I'm sure there is. If you want to talk while I'm looking to not have dead air, that'd be great. Wait, you're looking for what? A line on the uh, Triple G. Oh, is it up there already? I'm sure it is. Let's see. I didn't even see the announcement. If you didn't tell me, I wouldn't know this was happening because nobody cares anymore. Yes, they do. They blew it. No, they care. Mm-mm. Okay, I've got the line. Okay. It's two to one. Triple G? Yep. And he, like... Did, did you saw, saw that text I sent you? So the first fight, he got 30% of the purse. Which is crazy. And this one, he wanted 50%, and they were like, fuck you. And at the last minute, they agreed on like 57.5 to 42.5. Okay. It's still silly. I can't believe Canelo is that much more of a draw. And he's not even favorite. (laughs) (laughs) I can understand if he was like a favorite. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a really good point. Um... 
All right, so... And then my next thing is, like, this is the time of year we start looking towards uh, NFL. Oh, yeah. How excited for you for the new season? What are you thinking? Although, uh, the Cowboys guys seem to, like, be suspended. Yeah. They they keep getting suspended for things. You know, it is weird. Like, I'll just say, I'll speak for myself. The NFL is still the most popular sport. But every year I lose a little more interest. I am a little less interested and a little less interested. It's still my number one interest. It's just it's just not as concentrated as it used to be. Okay. I think it's a lot. Of, there's a lot of reasons. I do think the politics getting involved. Oh boy. I think the political stuff has probably hurt some things. You know, like because you want it to be an escapism. Kneeling, not kneeling. I, I'm, and I'm, you know, you know me. I'm, I'm Brandon not. Marshall's kneeling. Everybody, <laughs> don't worry about the game that's about to play. We got people kneeling and not kneeling. Second, <laughs> uh, the fact that the NBA has now become such a full-time sport, like a year-round sport, I'm so much more interested in the NBA. July offseason. first. Free agency, it's going to be the best day ever. I, I 100% agree. I'm not going to sit around all day and watch sports. <laughs> I'm so I'm so with you. That's why I'm not going to uh, jury duty. I <laughs> have <laughs> jury duty on July 2nd. And you, but I'm going to say that I didn't get ever get it. Because, because NBA free agency, I get it. I get it. And that's the thing. Like That's becoming... You know, bigger than the NFL offseason. Hey, if you want to come, I'll get some beers. We'll just sit around and wait to see who signs. It's like when, in, in college when Aaron wanted to always get a keg for the draft. <laughs> when the draft used to be on one yeah. day. We're like, dude, we don't want to sit here for eight hours and drink out of a keg and watch people get picked. Oh, we did this. We, and, did, we did it a lot. <laughs> Talk to Mike, um, Mike Bashima. Loves it. He okay. Gets, he gets, like, kegs every year. All right. So, yeah. So you said the odds are up for NFL... Yep. Season wins, right? Season wins are up. We can get into that. Yeah, that'll be a different... That'll be... Last time, we were like, we're so stupid, because we bet them so early. But we won. Like, no, we won. Like, we, like, all, like... I like... I like a couple. Okay. <laughs> well, we definitely like... I the, like Washington. We definitely like the Browns under five and a half. Six, I think it is. I have it at five and a half. What do you have at Washington Redskins? I like Redskins under, whatever it is. Seven. I like it. Yeah, I'm with you. Alex Smith, baby. Alex Smith. Um, all right, so let's move past sports. We're almost at an hour, I think. Yep. Um, what? What? Uh, what are our other two things? We're, it'll be quicker. Um, Master Chef. Let's go over Master Chef. So we're big fans of Master Chef. Um, I feel like the competitive it, cooking program. I feel like it needs to be two hours on Wednesdays, like two episodes. You know, I I can't. I don't think they can win with me in that. Like when it's two hours, I'm like, <sighs> two hours of this, and yeah, it's an hour. I'm like, now, but <sighs> if you have like, I need more hours, than this. Can, yeah, I agree. I know. You, there's there's a lot you can skip over in Master Chef. You can turn. It, I like to watch the whole. Thing. If you, if I you, know you can. If you, right, I watch the. Whole, but like, if you wanted, you could turn the two hour Master Chef into about. A twenty-five minute television. I don't show. need the three minutes where they're they're like picking things from the grocery shop. Uh, I'm, I'm good. I oh, can... I like when they go grocery shop. <laughs> I do. 
I like the grocery shop. But you don't know, like, you're just like, okay, he's getting a lemon. All right. I know, but but I, when they come back, then they're like, what are you making? That's what I care about. <laughs> what are you making? Um, what, uh, what do you think of the new format? So let's talk about that. It's uh, basically the voice now. If they they should have just had a sw- swimming sw- swiveling chair, where they tasted the food and didn't know who the person is. Um, so they're but they're saying they're mentoring people, but I haven't seen one mentoring episode yet. Are we getting a mentoring episode, or is it going to be the same thing? Maybe when it gets closer. I mean, and then I thought, okay, this is clever because they're going to basically take every week a player from each team who had the worst dish is going to go up and be eliminated. But this last episode, that didn't happen. No. Two of somebody's Two guys. of Gordon's went out. Yeah. Um, I'm with you. I, yeah, I kind of thought they, they're they missing some opportunity there. I, I like the old format. I like the way it used to be, but I'm not opposed to switching it up to try something different. You know, I'm glad Joe's back. That's that's all of our favorite guy because he's the biggest dick. Yeah. And then, I like when he eats stuff and looks at them and then walks away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you you did not like the way the old judge, what's her name? She used to test food. You did not like the way she ate. I didn't like how she chewed. No. <laughs> and I don't. I didn't like when Graham would like take a bite and like stare up at the ceiling. Yeah, it's true. You're right. That's good. And then he would look up at the ceiling and then he would like look back and then he would just walk away. Um, I do like Joe's stick. Stick. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, who if you were. Selected if you were given an apron by all three, whose would you take? Gordon Ramsay. Oh, said so take Joe. I'd be so afraid I of. I can't believe anyone picked down. anyone else. <laughs> I, I, I yeah. mean, they. I think they did it like the way they did it because everyone would pick Gordon Ramsay because he's right. like the star of the show. Right. It's true. Who? Um, so looking at you know, we usually try to pick a favorite around now, somebody that we're rooting for, somebody we think is going to win. I don't feel confident enough in a pick yet, but just throw out a throw yeah, out a person. I have two. I have two. Picks. Okay. I think that guy Ryan, who's the uh, black guy with the dreads. Yeah, I think he's really good. I'm I'm with you there. I, I that's one of my I'd be one of my picks too. I think okay. he's gonna go far. And then I like the girl that was like been on the show like three times and never made it. Taylor, I think. Taylor's. I yeah. She like. Tried three seasons to try out, and she never made it, but made it this time. So, and look, I think that's gonna like that storyline's gonna carry her a little bit. I kind of think that. How do you get three shots at Master Chef? Like you probably know somebody in casting or in productions. My guess, maybe you're. Maybe uh, they liked her. Maybe maybe you have a relationship with one of the producers. Maybe exactly. it's a personal Something. relationship. Yeah, I don't know. Like she's on there, but three three tries is a lot. I like, um, what's his name? Is it Darren or Darian or he's the, the, Asian guy? the white guy, Dude. the white blonde guy. The white blonde. He's got the beard. Oh yeah. The younger guy. He's like, he's the, he's the best soundbite guy so far. This yeah. Year. I don't think he's making it though. No. But yeah, he is a good soundbite guy. The guy was it, uh, who's the Asian guy that was gotten to the car accident. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we're going to hear more about that. He said he was in traction for a year. Oh wow! On his in the first episode when they were talking. To what him. does that mean? Like basically, like 
he had broken bones and he was like on the oh, thing. Okay. In the hospital for like a year, they said. That's an expensive hospital visit. <laughs> yeah. Um, but overall, I mean, the the new format doesn't kill you. You're you're in, you know. Yeah, I'm okay. Um, they're doing the same things, you know, the mystery. Yeah, it's true. Stuff. It's true. I really didn't want the girl that lost uh, last week from New Jersey to lose because she was from New Jersey. But I get it. You're talking about the one that was the bus driver? The bus driver was... Wasn't the... Yes, the bus driver. I think so. She only put up the one... No, no, that's not her. The the other woman. The other woman. Oh, okay. No. How do you show up with just one... And... Well, at least she had the hollandaise sauce on it. Yeah, the wrong plate. The other girl didn't have the sauce on it. You gotta at least throw the sauce on top. I like I like the first two weeks because some people really screw up. Like you knew that old guy was gonna lose last, yeah. like two weeks ago. Um, but anyway, so yeah, Master Chef. Last thing we'll do is uh, unless you've got anything else about that. So last thing we'll do is um, this is the what what anniversary is this? Oh, for uh, can't hardly wait. Twentieth anniversary of can't hardly wait is it was last week. Yeah, I sent that to uh, our friend Jim Guzio because he. Oh, so you knew this? Yeah. Okay. Because Jim, our friend Jim Guzio, he doesn't go to the movies ever. So we were all like film majors in in college, and he was a wrestler, uh, who was there like in graduate school, like doing some kind of finance or something. Yeah. And we would like go to the movies every week, and he was like, "I don't. You guys are Rex." Well, we all went as a group. And you guys wanted to go see a movie, and I don't remember what it was. And I was like, I want to go see Can't Hardly Wait. So me and him went to see Can't Hardly Wait. You guys went to the other movie. And I can't remember what the other movie was because you guys came out and said you didn't like it. And then we were like, we came out and we're like, dude, that was the best movie ever. And uh, our friend Jim, who never goes to the movies, it's like, it's almost like you're showing someone a movie for the first time. So they have to like it. He was, like, blown away by it, so we went the next day. We brought all you guys back. That's right. I'm trying to see what, um, what we would have seen. The movies that came out in June 12, 1998. Um, so. I could probably, if I saw the list, I could probably tell you what you guys saw. Well, it was um, Six Days, Seven Nights. We, I didn't see that. So, no. Passion in the Desert, The Land Girls, High Art, Dirty Work. Would we have gone to see Dirty Work without you? No, I don't think so. Cousin Bet or... What came out the day before, the week before? Truman Show? No. A Perfect Murder? I don't know what it was, but you guys went to see a movie you didn't like, and then we were like, dude, the movie was sick. Oh, maybe it was The X-Files came out the next week? No, because I would have seen... I saw The X-Files. Yeah, you see everything. That's true. I need to step up my game. I haven't been. There's a lot of movies out in the theater I haven't seen yet. So, let's talk about Can't Hardly Wait. You still, do you think it still holds up? I think it still holds up. I haven't seen it since... Actually, I have watched it not too long ago. And I think it's still funny. I like the characters. I like the uh, fantasy aspect of it where he thinks that the girl's a... An angel, but she's really like... A hooker. Yeah. I uh, like that whole storyline. 
I like Lauren Ambrose and um, Seth, Seth Green. Green locked in the. Uh... That was my favorite part of the movie. I think it was like their whole arc, and him like saying, "She's like, why are you talking like this? Yeah, like, that, why are you like that?" That was really interesting because they don't. People still don't address things like that. Yeah, you know, like I was sitting the other day. I came home. And my next door neighbor's window was open and there's some kids in there. Like they're like early twenties and they keep calling each other the N word, but they were all white. And I was like, they were like kind of drunk and riled up from watching world cup or whatever. And I was like, I can't, well, I mean, I thought about it cause I thought we still don't even address that. Like that there's a culture of white people who talk like that. It's been, it's kind of become a comedy thing when we start talking about like yeah. Lil Tay and like the Cash Me Outside girl and those people. But, um, but you're right. That is a really good, that's a really good, um, just because you learn like for a movie, like for a movie that most of the characters, you know, for like one night and you don't really know their backstory. They like took those two characters and they basically like got you to learn like where they had how they grew up and how they were friends when they were younger and like they used to hang out and like all this other stuff and you actually I found out about the characters backstories um not that I need that for a movie like this but I thought it was a ch- good change of pace no it, it gave it right it gave it a different level and like um like to see dual sides of all these you know, we, we grew up watching high school movies, right? So this is what I think made this movie good, is we grew up watching, like, um, John Hughes movies where all the characters were that person. I mean, he, he obviously, John Hughes was, was the best at it. And he did it, yeah. you know, his, his characters were deeper than that. But, like, the spawn of those movies were a bunch of formulaic jock, nerd, Hot girl, blah, 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 you know, messed up guy, all that. So this is, you know, what, this takes place maybe 15 years or 10 years after those movies. And there hadn't been a lot of them in, in, the, in the meantime, at least that worked. So for it to come out and do it and, and make you see the dual side. So like Mike Dexter to me is like the best character. <laughs> I freaking love Mike Dexter. I guess for no one who's seen Can't Hardly Wait. If you want to tell, like, the kind of, like, quick right. overview. So, about the whole movie? No, just what, yeah, what it was. All right, so it's a movie about the last day of school. They, they are, like, their graduation party, and everybody from the high school shows up. And there's all the drama that happens throughout high school. You know, there's the popular girls. There's, like, the... There's, like, this nerd guy who wants to, uh, basically, like, be a popular he becomes friends with the popular guy and thinks he's popular for a night. Right. Well, he just, he's just, yeah, he's just himself as a nerd. And then he yeah. drinks alcohol and becomes this whole different kind of person. Yeah. And then you see that the jock guy isn't as, um, you know, doesn't have it together as much as he, he thought, thinks he does. And, and then you have Ethan Embry, who. He's the worst he, character of the show. He is. He's like, kind of like a, not a, um, what would you call him? A hipster now. Yeah, he'd be a total hipster. He's like a hipster that like wants to confess his love for Jennifer Love Hewitt at this party because he's going away. 
And uh, he never got a chance to do it. And basically, like, he's psyching himself up. He's going to do it. He's giving her this letter that he's been holding on right. to. So. Let us do it with this letter. He does this thing that I hate in that movie where he's, like, tries to be empathetic and tries to make you like him by being a big pussy. Uh, it's kind of, I like to call it um, Eddie Redmayne syndrome. Okay. I can't watch Eddie Redmayne because he always gives a look like, like me? Um, um, but anyway, uh, it hits all these different groups, but like, you know, it's before movies took that formula and started making it more gross, like gross out. Like it's before American Pie, right? So American Pie is probably the next one, the next high school movie after this. That's like that. American Pie just took that and just made it like funny, gross. You know, yeah, that was the start of that so, type of humor. So you'll always remember American Pie more because they had these scenes that were very that stood out. But Can't Really Wait was like a movie that had a, just a good, heartwarming storyline throughout it. You know, um, and it's cheesy. It's got a lot of cheesy shit in it. Yeah, it's cheesy. But uh, music's really good in it. That's another big thing. And um, yeah. So, and now all those kids that were in there are like, they were all our age, I guess, around. And, uh. Yeah. And what are they doing now? Well, what are we doing now? <laughs> <laughs> we're talking uh, about them, or. Yeah. Um, trying to think of who. So, yeah, I like, you know, Mike Dexter had about three or four great jokes in there. What about you, Amanda? Yeah. Um,. Somebody Go back and play with your computer, Urkel. Um, yeah. And then, um, but the the guy that comes out, that nerdy guy, you know, those are the it guys. Was nominated for two awards. It was nominated best female performance, Jennifer Love Hewitt, at the MTV Movie and TV Awards in 1999. And then uh, best young artist award, best performance in a feature from a leading young actress. Jennifer Love Hewitt. Hmm. She's not even in the movie. Well, she was like the big name of the whole thing, so. She, like, doesn't really have anything to do. Oh, you know what I forgot? That, wait, didn't that have the, so, you remember, um, I totally forgot about this. The Ringer did a whole thing on it? Yeah, they did a whole thing on, uh, on, I haven't really read it yet, I just read the beginning, but it's all about the 20th anniversary of it. Um, the Shermanator was in it. But the Shermanator was from American Pie to Stole Things, but he was in this. He goes, he's like in my boxing class. I see the Shermanator all the time. Um, the other thing, um, so like, this is like, this and American Pie happened, and then, I mean, since then, there's only, I mean, I was trying to think, have there been, outside of like maybe Super Bad, have there been any high school movies that really resonated like that? And I'm not talking about Freddie Prinze Jr., Sarah Michelle Gellar shit. I'm talking about, like, like movies that where, where there's lines that you're quoting and that you'll remember like that. Um, yeah, I guess Superbad was the most recent one. Uh, it's time for another one. Yeah, I agree. 
Which I think that Blockers was kind of like they were trying to do that, and I heard it was. But I thought that was like a parent, like more of a parent story. I don't know. I've heard it was good. But anyway, back to Can't Hardly Wait. Um, the budget was $10 million. It grossed $25 million. Okay. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I could probably come up with a couple if I wasn't, like, on the spot right now, but I could probably come up with a couple of good high school movies. That, but I don't think so. I'm trying to think if there's any, I mean... There's not another teen movie after this, which made fun of this movie. Yeah. Um, they did make fun of it. It was one of the things. The whole slow motion when you walk in the door. But it was also the... You think I just go out with anyone who uh, gives me a letter? <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, I think they were hoping for that uh, terrible movie with Chris Pratt, Anna Ferris, and... Uh, um, the 80s movie they were hoping that that was going to be kind of with the Toby not Toby uh, the guy from 70s show um, Topher Grace they were hoping that but that thing bombed what was it? it was called uh... oh boy it's alright keep talking we're at the hour 17 mark at all this right. point now it's your, your fault like I mean I, I've done it too it was called Take Me Home Tonight. I don't remember Take Me Home Tonight. Yeah, it was basically kind of like this type of movie. But, uh, alright, can't hardly wait. Cool. I'll figure out what movie you guys want to see. I look forward to it. I don't think that, I don't think you'll, I, I don't know, I don't know, if, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I mean, that, that seems like it would be, that was all the releases then, so... All right, we'll see you next week.